Hello from the newsroom of the Financial Times in New York. I'm Eric Krupke. Today we're looking at the latest rate decision from the Federal Reserve. Jay Powell and members of the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC as it's known, defied pressure from U.S. President Donald Trump and boosted rates for the fourth time this year. In response, U.S. equities reversed earlier gains and fell 1.5 percent by the close of trading. Our senior investment commentator Mike McKenzie spoke to Amy Keene about what all of this means for the Fed's outlook on the U.S. economy. So, Mike, what did the Fed announce yesterday? Well, they announced what we expected. They announced a 25 basis rate hike, which moves the upper band of the Fed funds rate to 2.5%. They also lowered their estimates of rate hikes for next year. Instead of three, which they said they were expecting back in September, they now expect two rate hikes next year. Also, another important factor was they lowered the long-run estimate of the Fed funds rate. So rather than 3%, they're now saying 2.75%. So what does all of this tell us about how members of the FOMC are actually thinking about the state of the U.S. economy? So they're trying to juggle, and I think it's a very difficult balancing act for the Fed. You're trying to sort of say to the market, look, we're going to slow down the pace of tightening next year, but the economy should be doing okay. But when you slow down the pace of tightening, you're essentially saying the economy is actually slowing down. I mean, I think you had a massive dose of stimulus through tax reform at the beginning of the year. And we've seen that come through. And now that's going to start to fade. Where it gets trickier, of course, is that the global economy doesn't look so good here at the moment. We really need to see China make some strong stimulus steps. And at the same time, Europe's economy is is, is retreating. So we saw a contraction in economic activity in the third quarter for Germany, Japan, Italy, Sweden. This isn't a good sign. And that kind of reflects their vulnerability to trade. You also have the trade war, which is yet to be resolved, rumbling here in the background. So I think the Fed is cautious, necessarily so. It's also cautious because we're we're coming towards the end of the rate tightening cycle, which is what they've also told us today as well. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Thanks very much for being here today. What else did Jay Powell say today that sort of allowed you to get a bit of insight into how he, as well as members of the FOMC, are thinking about long-term Well, I think there were two very interesting comments. The first, he talked about angst. There's, you know, a mood of concern or it's it's a a mood of angst about growth going forward, if I could just capture it in one thought. About the economy and the outlook. I can't remember a Fed chair doing a press conference saying the word angst. That's not something you want to hear if you're an equity investor. And I don't think the market enjoyed hearing that. The other interesting thing was he was asked two questions about the balance sheet. The uh, balance sheet reduction, how much additional tightening do you think has come from that? Now, the Fed is currently reducing its balance sheet at a clip of $50 billion a month. That's the maximum amount of the runoff. Jay Powell basically told in both his, his responses to the questions, he essentially said, look, it's on autopilot. It's going to continue. The balance sheet was expanded massively during the era of quantitative easing. That was a, essentially like a tie that came in and lifted all boats. In this case, the boats being credit and equities. You had very low interest rates, so corporations, particularly in this country, issued record amounts of debt. I think that's the big story behind the scenes here is the fact that we're in a world which is very dependent on dollar funding, and that is shrinking. And Fed tightening isn't just about raising the cost of overnight borrowing. It's actually about reducing its balance sheet. 
we're now entering a period where the economy is slowing, profit growth expectations are, are dropping, and we have a huge amount of outstanding corporate debt. And the worry is that next year, more and more companies are going to be facing ratings downgrades. We've had a very long expansion, and we're late cycle. And if you look at what the Federal Reserve rate tightening's already done, we're seeing pressure in housing, we're seeing pressure in car sales. Those tend to tell you that the interest rate increases and the reduction of the balance sheet have already left their mark. So can you walk us through what the market reaction was on Wednesday afternoon? I think the markets were hoping for a stronger indication of a pause. Equities were bouncing around for a while. They sold off, came back, and then when Jay Powell began his press conference, the mood turned increasingly brittle and the equity markets finished um, heavily lower today. I think the other interesting facet of the market too, and this is also was the, f- the fact that you saw a flattening of the yield curve. You saw 10-year and 30-year yields fall while the two-year yield rose. Now, that contraction between these areas on the yield curve is important because we're not yet into an inversion whereby 10-year yields are below those of the two-year yield, but that has been kind of the bogeyman for the stock market in recent months. When does the yield curve actually invert? And if it does, it's, it's been a very good predictor of recessions. It's another late-cycle signal. And again, that's something that unnerved the stock, the stock market, I think, l- watching the flattening come back. Mm-hmm. So it's this idea that investors are far less optimistic about the future. They're far less optimistic about the future. Than they are about today. And that's what the Fed said. I mean, they lowered their forecast for both inflation and the economy next year. So they're essentially affirming what the bond market's been doing in recent weeks and months. And in turn, telling the equity investors, there's a reason why you've been selling. <laughs> I think the Fed has gone crazy. One of the sort of headlines that we've seen in recent weeks, if not if not months, have come from President Trump. You know, the Federal Reserve is getting a little bit too uh, cute, that's all. This, that's ridiculous what they're doing. And that is the way he's really trying to put pressure on Jay Powell. I put a very good man in the Fed. I don't necessarily agree with it because he's raising interest rates. I'm not saying that I agree with it, and I don't necessarily agree with it. I must tell you, I don't. If you could explain, why has Trump been banging on about monetary policy, and then why is this so unusual? Well, I think President Trump clearly gauges the success of his presidency and his economic policies on the performance of the equity market. He's someone who probably is watching, what did the Dow Jones finish today? Right now, we're looking at the worst year for U.S. equities since the financial crisis. This current month of December will be the worst month since February of 2009. This has been a very difficult year for all asset classes. Most assets are in negative territory for the year, with a few exceptions. And that's creating all kinds of stress and tension for portfolio managers and investment portfolios. And that's why the reaction today, I think, is also reflects a tension. If you're losing money and you're down in performance terms, you were kind of hoping for something more dovish to come from Jay Powell, and therefore you get a bit more of a rally into year-end, which will make things look better now you're kind of thinking, I just got to get out. So that explains the selling pressure. As for President Trump, he's going to be even more upset with the Fed, I suspect. However, the Fed is an independent institution. It's also an institution that learned a very important lesson from the 1970s when Fed chairs were influenced by presidents, and that didn't work out very well. And I think as an institution, the Fed essentially has told Donald Trump we're raising rates, as we, we indicated we were going to. 
we're still going to raise rates next year. They're responding to President Trump's um, fiscal stimulus. He has dropped an immense amount of stimulus onto an economy that is late cycle. It's never been done before. And it, all it has really done, I think, has exacerbated the typical late cycle tensions that we're going to see. That was the FT's senior investment commentator, Mike McKenzie. You can read more at FT.com. And you can sign up for Mike's Market Forces email analysis at FT.com slash Market Forces. Thanks for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another news feature. In the meantime, if you're not already an FT subscriber and you'd like to discover more FT content, visit FT.com offer.